In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Today we heard the words of St. Paul. Be watchful. Stand firm in your faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Many years ago, uh, make that decades, many decades ago, I had the privilege and honor of studying under Father Alexander Schmemann. Father Alexander just had this marvelous, marvelous insight into the gospel, into the American situation, and into the workings of the church. You know, all of us seminarians were in awe of him. But I remember one day specifically when Father Alexander said, it is my wish and earnest desire that before I die, God grant me the grace to, to, do, to serve the divine liturgy without losing concentration. And all of us students went, <gasps> because of course lack of, lack of attention was certainly one of the, the items that we confessed over and over and over again. And here was our leader confessing the very same thing. To pay attention is so hard for us. So very difficult. St. Paul counsels us against the evils of this world, against the traps of Satan, and therefore encourages us, encourages us all to examine our hearts and above all to be watchful. Scripture frequently tells us to be watchful. How easy it is when we're slothful, and attentive or indifferent to sort of drift along into wrong thinkings and evil actions. Some people are very concerned about their physical well-being. They watch their diets, they go to the doctor frequently, and they exercise. Look at the exercise and health centers that abound in our area. I would say that probably more people in Beaverton know the name of their personal trainer than the name of their priest. What a terrible, terrible thing. But you know, as important as the body is, and as important as it is to keep healthy, how much more important it is to keep the soul healthy. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this carcass is destined for death and decay. And yet look how we pamper it. But our souls, our souls are immortal. How much care do we give to our souls? How much care do we give to our eternal salvation? How much more important that is. The Bible speaks to us often about watchfulness. 
Christ uses the term 13 times in the Gospels and twice in the book of Revelation. We have many warnings to awake. St. Peter and Paul both urge us to remain sober and alert. The Psalms tell us to keep a guard on our mouth. Wisdom literature, and especially Sirach, give us directions and guidelines to be awake. Sirach says, Oh, that that there would oh that there would be a guard set over my mouth and a seal of prudence about my lips that it may keep me from failing so that my tongue may not destroy me in the gospels christ tells us the parable of the five foolish the five wise and the five foolish virgins you remember that one but the ending is very important foolish virgins realize they don't have oil for their lamps so they go running off to obtain some and meanwhile the bridegroom comes and those who are ready go in with them to the marriage feast and the door is shut afterwards the other maidens come also saying Lord, Lord open to us but he replies truly I say I don't know you watch therefore he says for you know neither the time nor the hour. We hear the Lord speak about being watchful, especially during Holy Week, when he's saying his last words to his, to his followers. And he says, Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a snare, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the earth. Therefore, watch at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape these things which will take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. When they're in the garden, Christ chides Peter, and he says, So you could not... Christ goes, separates himself from his disciples, and he goes off to pray... He says, watch. And when he comes back, they're sleeping. And so he chides Peter and says, So you could not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Later, Peter himself will write, The end of all things is at hand. Therefore keep sane and sober for your prayers. Above all, hold failing your love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. What is the message? Watch. Be alert. As one of today's politicians says, stay woke. Several times on the course of the liturgy, the priest or the deacon says the expression, let us attend. But you know, yeah, we, we hear that. Huh? I heard that last week. I'll probably hear it next week. We sort of nod in our seats, but what they're saying is, listen, listen up. This is really important that's coming next. And so when you hear, the, when you hear that exclamation, be alert. Hey, this is a wake-up call. 
because our sinfulness is known to God and our weakness is surely known to him and this is a way of him saying get on board be awake what is wakefulness the fathers caution us and they tell us that one thought can raise us to heaven or can cast us down to the pits of hell not to traipse through life being semi-attentive one thought may inadvertently attack pollute and render us unworthy of hell unworthy of hell or a heavenly thought a thought of self-denial a brave thought a thought of prayer and a vision of God makes us worthy to draw near to the divine throne by our thoughts we either become clean or unclean better or worse St. James cautions us and he says sin begins with our thoughts he said each one is tempted when he's drawn by his own desires and enticed and when desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it's fully grown leads to death and so thought is the first process and so how we have to guard our thoughts bodily fasting is necessary for salvation but even more so is spiritual fasting the fathers caution us to be aware of the entry points the entry points of sin into our lives and the entry points they call are the five senses In the pre-sanctified liturgy there's a prayer that I especially love which unfortunately and most, most often is said softly by the priest so often the people aren't, aren't aware of the importance of this prayer it goes free all of our senses from deadly passions and set over them as a good guide the understanding within us let our eyes abstain from every evil sight let our hearing be inaccessible to idle words and our tongues purged of unseemly speech may clean our lips which praise you and make our hands refrain from base deeds and work only that which is well pleasing to you fortifying our members and minds by your grace Elder Ephraim down at St. Anthony's Monastery cautions us he says my child guard your senses especially your eyes eyes are like the tentacles of an octopus which grasp whatever moves in front of them they catch the prey of sin more easily why is sight so important you know we seek to satisfy our curiosity by looking but sight stokes our imagination it garners information so we can so we can condemn others it can titillate our mind and it certainly distracts us from prayer how much sin there is on the internet and on cable parents if you love your children protect them protect yourselves do you know what the number one item the number one sites on the internet are pornography what a dreadful commentary on our Western society 
we waste our time watching other people sin and somehow we're nourished by that. We're called as Christians to protect ourselves, protect our souls, take care, to be proactive in our salvation. The important message is this, none of us is saved accidentally. We're saved to the degree that we interact with the grace of God. Man reaches up to God with faith, prayers and faith-inspired deeds, and God reaches down to us with his grace. We're called to keep a spiritual watch over our lives because we don't know when we're going to die. And yet we know as a certainty our whole world about us wants to distract us from the ugly reality that's coming down the pike. But Christians were called to remember that on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, and how that changed our life. In our earthly life we must be ready at any time to give account. But we have to beware because Satan has set his traps for us and he deceives us with temptation. We're called to force ourselves to pray, to read the scriptures, to give alms and to attend church. None of those things are easy. Christ says, from the days of St. John, from, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. If we read that, it doesn't seem to make much sense. But what the Lord is telling us is we have to be forceful in our spiritual endeavors. The man who just relaxes back and becomes a couch potato in spiritual matters is really endangering himself. We're called to stay away from anything that's impure. Like Br'er Rabbit striking the tar baby, we can get all covered with tar ourselves. So we're called to be cautious, stay away, and stay alert. I have a challenge for you. You know, I read the scriptures in rotation. The Gospels are on one rotation and the rest of the New Testament is on another. And I try to keep that going through the year. But I must admit that sometimes it's almost stale. I say, oh, I've read this before. Oh, my heavens, how long is this chapter? You know, this is a terrible confession. But it's the reality, a challenge for us all. When you go through your rotation, your personal rotation of scripture, look for all the passages that warn us about watchfulness, that caution us to stay alert, that tell us to set a guard in our mouth. Look for those passages. It's amazing what you see when you look for it. And that way it freshens our, our reading and gives us a good reason to go on. May God be with you. May he strengthen you and give us all the ability to refrain from all those things which will harm and threaten our soul. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.